Welcome to the Superhero of Love podcast. I am Bridget Fonger, and I wrote a book called Superhero of Love, Heal Your Broken Heart, and Then Go Save the World. My book is all about helping people love and be loved more than ever. I believe we all have a superhero of love inside of us. Yes, even you, superhero. And in this podcast, I talk to people who are all about helping us all tap into that superhero. May this episode make a difference for your heart. Let's get this party started. Okay, we're starting. Hello, superheroes. We are here today on a cozy afternoon, celebrating a dear beloved friend of ours. I'm not dead yet. (laughs) Our dearly beloved still alive. Oh, so alive. Probably the most alive person. We would all say you're probably the most alive person we all know. Anthony Guthmiller. Welcome, Anthony, to the Superhero of Love podcast. Thank you, Bridget. For the second time. Yes, thank you. Right? So um, several months ago, we did an interview, but you hadn't let the cat out of the bag, so we had to... So speak. <laughs> we go in code. <laughs> we had a whole interview in code, and the thing that was in... The cat that was in the bag was that you were about to declare to the universe that you were moving to Asheville, North Carolina from Los Angeles from, and and um, so Anthony is beloved by I, I don't know anybody that is as beloved as you are by so many different yeah, communities true. no sure it's true no 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 but seriously you are I think you know you're more than Kevin Bacon everybody in Los Angeles is literally because too, I'm older than Kevin Bacon <laughs> I don't know. You might be whatever. Same age, maybe. I I I am BB one. Okay, um. So, so you're moving, which is really really huge news, and because you're so entrenched and so beloved in Los Angeles by so many people, so Anthony has been a uh, a force to reckon with in the nonprofit world. He has this ability. He has a Midas touch. Wherever he goes, he turns things to gold. And one of the things that he does is he. <laughs> but that's all about to change because you're about to open up this whole new part of yourself. We'll get to that in a second. Yes, you are. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And th- mm-hmm. so, so nonprofit. He's raised so much. I just want to finish that one thought. <laughs> I'm never going to finish a thought in this interview. I know that. Let's just let's just admit it now. No, but the one thought I want to finish is that you have raised m- probably yes. millions that's of true. dollars over the course of your time. And I love doing. Yeah, you are uh, maze balls. So, um, cut, let's go back to when I was writing my book, you were writing your book. Oh, God, yes. And your book was Fortunately, never came out. Right. <laughs> no, 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 because it never had to. But tell the story of that book. The back in the Pool? The, wait, what? Is this another back book? Back in the Pool, Dating at 50? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back in the pool. Back in the pool. When you said back in the pool, I forgot that that was the beginning. Dating. Yeah. So you were all the train wreck stories of dating. Yeah. But you were going on so many dates. You were always going on dates. Yes, it's true. It was. Until you went on the date. (laughs) No, I met uh, an amazing uh, young man, a younger man. Yes. He's going to be pushing me around in a wheelchair. Uh, Griffin. Yes, met we met seven years ago and been wonderful. And he's the instigator for our move to Asheville. He spent his summers there in Raleigh, actually. Raleigh, North Carolina, because that's where his mom's family are from. So he suggested that, you know, when we go back to visit his family, that what do I think about 
relocating out of LA, which had never ever dawned on me because I was you would have stayed here forever right I, I had been here 36 years I loved it I I love everything about LA when people are down on it I'm like oh no 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 not until you see my LA and I've loved it so it was a totally new con uh, idea and end result is we're doing it yeah and you jumped in so this is like so it just I think it's blowing away a lot of us because you like like you said, you love LA and right. what you have this amazing, brilliant, incredible life here. And so so it's like unintelligible to us, but we also know how much you love Griffin, but we're seeing like so sometimes people move because they love the person that they're mm -hmm. with who wants to move. And so he was the instigator, but now we're seeing has it transformed from the very beginning where you both feed in, jumped in, or did? No, he. I mean, he was 100% in before, and I was, I was okay, let's see if it's something I could do. So he was already young in, and it was just a matter of, because we had both decided that it had to be a unanimous decision by both of us, and Palm Springs we weren't ready for, even though we're keeping our place there. Um, we didn't want to do Portland, because uh, they hate L.A., um, and it was too wet. And so there were lots of places that, you know, and then he suggested Asheville and I thought he said Nashville. And I was like, oh, no. and then he, of course, said, no, not Nashville, Asheville. And I had never heard of it. You've never heard I of it. I had never oh heard God. of Ash Asheville. Um, I had never been to the state or in that area whatsoever. So it was, um, I, I think the underlying concept was, I never wanted to get so old that I couldn't pick up and change because I'm always fascinated. When, I mean, I moved here from Lincoln, Nebraska, where I was in college or just finished college. And I moved out here totally. I knew one person. I put a U-Haul trailer on the back of my 65 Ford Galaxy 500 and drove 19 hours straight here. And that was my start to California. And I, I've loved it ever since. So I'm like, I never want to be so ensconced or tied down that I couldn't discover. And I have an amazing life here. And mm -hmm. that never would have happened if I hadn't just done it. Yeah, because most people, like we have a mutual friend now. I introduced you to Sterling Gardner, who I also interviewed on this podcast. That's like one of the top rated podcasts, actually, is the one with Sterling. It's a great interview. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. But um, now you will be, now we have a mutual friend, Sterling, your new friend mm -hmm. in Asheville. Yep. And he moved because he wasn't, like he Googled the happiest places to move to and Asheville was one of them and he Correct. fell in love. And um, uh, that's a great story too. And, and but he, so he was moving because he, he wanted a change, wanted, needed a change, yes. wanted a change. And that's when most people move. And earlier you said something when we were having, lunch you said this really cool thing when we were talking about another couple that somebody that they had moved to a new city and I said does do does the other partner who had to move with his husband because he got a new job in this other city is he happy and he was like it doesn't matter they're in love they yeah. love they have each other right I mean like, so. but it always matters I mean we do things all of us do things in support of our other halves our other partners uh, and we do it hopefully, you know, willingly and gleefully. Um, so I didn't care if that was important to Griffin, I was going to do it, but I still had to be convinced I'm a control freak. I'll be the number one person who, you know, I have 14 backup plans for all one plan that doesn't happen. And Which is why this, you're such a great producer. And so the second 
day that we were there, I realized none of that matters. The answers don't matter. All I had to do was get there. Wow. That's literally, and that was a divine aha for me, for the type of person I am, because I realized that, I think it's Alita Adams who sings that song, Just Get Here. And that's what it was. I just have to get there and the world of of opportunity and discovery is going to open up. And that's my only goal. Just get there. The rest is going to unfold in front of me. Which makes me think of just say yes. Like just like an opportunity comes, just say yes. You don't have to... Like you don't have to I sometimes, have all the right? You don't even have to know how you're going to afford the thing, or well, and that was my whole thing was, what am I, how, what I'm going to do to pay the bills? You know, I'm I'm not a trust fund baby, or a, you know, I'm not independently wealthy, and it was like, okay, well, um, and I realized, it doesn't have to be that. I'm going to go there, and I'm going well, you know, and I'm letting go of my real estate business, and I have a vintage shop here, and all the events and stuff. I'm walking away from all of it and I'm literally going to go there and I'm going to be a painter, get back to my painting and my art. And I'm going to do that for, I've given myself a minimum of eight months. I'm going to see what I can produce. My goal is to have at least one show at the end of that time frame. Um, even though my first painting I've already sold and I haven't even painted it. That's so, so great. Um, and so, Anthony posted on Facebook a <laughs> photograph of a flower and your first series is going to be these flowers and somebody already yep. tagged that first painting. Exactly. I want that. So I think that, for, I guess for people who, it's like a lot of times there are things that hold us to a place, whether it's family or a job or whatever. And those are very valid reasons. I'm lucky that, I didn't have anything that held me someplace. And it's almost like, wouldn't it be great if we could unshackle the tethers that keep us someplace? Think of the mm. lives that we could experience and explore if we let go of those things. You know, wow. spiritually, you know, you know, step off a cliff, you know, the all of those different things. But to do it, we have to be either stu- super brave or stupid. And right. I'm a combination of both. You know, right. it's like, I'm just going to trust. And the universe has taken care of me my entire life. And it, it's not going to stop. Yeah. It's going to continue. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. Trust and faith. It's such a great lesson, um, which is part of the reason why I wanted to interview you. Because it's so, it's so, to me, it's really exalting because you're so entrenched and have such a successful life. So it's, you know what I'm saying? From right. the outside watching, it's like, wow, this is right. A, a huge testament to your love and B, a testament to your faith and that you can create a beautiful life wherever you go, whatever. I th- and I agree a hundred percent. I think you're absolutely right. I think one of the challenges is that we have to redefine where we have to be comfortable with what success, the definition mm, of success. Yeah. And too many of us get stuck in Success means a bank account that's full or success means blah, blah, blah. And that my first challenge to anyone listening to this is redefine your definition of success and whatever that definition is, get comfortable with it and be it. And if it's money and having a large bank account, then go for it and do the things that do that. Don't complain or stop complaining that something isn't in your life. The only hindrance of that is yourself. Right. Every, every single one of us has a choice. If you don't like where you live, move. 
Yeah. If yeah. you don't like who you're with, get out of it. Right. If you don't like what you do, change, do it. But all of us have that capacity. And I think for me, once I realized that, it was like, there's nothing that's holding me back. Right. Let's just do it. Let's get in the car with our little cat, drive across country, and move into our new house, which I love. Right. <laughs> it's a great new house. Um, okay, so when things like this happen, like we were just talking about somebody who transitioned and passed away recently. I have a friend who's battling cancer. Like when people are in big transition times mm -hmm. or in tough I'm not saying that my friend who has cancer is going to transition. <laughs> She's going to beat this. But, you know, when we're in um, intense emotional situations, right, like this, the people that, like I was thinking about your friend who recently transitioned who said, welcome anybody who wants to come and right. <clears throat> see me during my transition, that a lot of emotion walks into the room mm -hmm. to greet that person, right? So, and you are having, so Anthony is so beloved that he's literally having like a going away party every <laughs> single night. And I am still so sad we had to cancel the one that I was going to host the other night, but, um, but, but postpone. postpone. Oh yeah. Postpone to April. Oh my God. I'm such an idiot. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't believe I just said that. We're still but, celebrate. Yeah, we are. St we are still going to majorly celebrate. I'm going to do the full on cake decoration <laughs> that you didn't Monty. get to the, Yeah. Um, so, so, um, but, but how are you dealing with the emotions of all of us? Like I've been trying to keep a cap on my own emotion. You know what I mean? And I was in denial for a long time. And then it finally hit me like last week, I actually started crying and I was, you know, like, right. like, it's like, how are you dealing, taking, cause you also have a gift of taking care of, you take care of your own heart first and then you put the oxygen mask on people around you. Like you take care of the people around right. you. So how are you dealing with taking care of your heart and your friend's hearts? Well, I, you know, I'll admit that it, it it is challenging. I think the closer it gets to D-Day, the actual move, it is a little bit harder. And I think, and that's not a negative. It's, it's sort of like, I'm, I'm lucky, I'm honored, and I'm blessed that I have so many amazing people in my life that touch that deepness within me, which make me feel a little bit sad that I'm going to miss them or whatever. But the truest friends are going to be the ones who are excited for me because they only want success and happiness and joy and if that's what this is going to be then why wouldn't we want that yeah but it's natural to know that you're going to miss somebody and but but in today's world you know airplanes fly there back and forth really wait trains wait go what is there, this what is this airplane <laughs> this thing called the internet <laughs> also so media. many people are following you so, so many people have declared that they're moving to Asheville. well yeah yes. so we haven't even you know we moved this weekend we literally have 13 people who book stays with us <laughs> by Christmas. 13. Oh, my God. So it's like, and then there's the list below that of people who want to. They're so on the waiting list? <laughs> uh, it's not a waiting list. They just haven't picked when. Okay. So, I mean, and, you know, I'm going to be a tour guide, which I love being a tour guide. And it's going to be a blast and a riot. And I think that. I think that's the best compliment or... or, or uh, whatever you want to call it, that if people want to be a part, everybody wants to be happy and successful. And if that's how each of us live our lives, then we all want to be a part of each other's lives because that's what I want. Yeah, no yeah, one wants yeah. to be negative or sad or down. Yeah. So the more that you can live your life to the fullest, the better that's going to be for everybody around you. I know. I'm already imagining this exalted life because you haven't had the time to paint as much as you wanted to paint. Oh. And 
so Anthony is a true artist and when you go to his homes wherever his homes are you you see his artwork on the walls and he's amazing so it's it's you're always creating art in all different ways in but different this, ways right. but this it's so exciting right. for all of us I can't right. wait to come to your show um, <laughs> yeah yes oh my god um, and uh, oh I know what I want to say what is your definition of success I think that's a very good question off the cuff, I would say waking up in the morning and being happy and looking forward to what the day has in store mm. for you. That, I think, ultimately is success. Um, it's not defined by the things you have, and I love things, but I'm really not attached. Anybody who knows me, everything's for sale. If you like a piece of art on my wall, <laughs> great, you could buy it. Um, if I really love it, the price might be more expensive, but... Um, things I'm not attached to things I love beauty and I love unique and create you know art art arty things um, and I want everybody around me to experience that same sort of joy and exuberance of oh my god what an amazing because life is too short to have to have anything that isn't stellar and stirs your soul right. and if you have something in your home that doesn't stir your soul get rid of it and bring something that you have brings you joy I don't care if it's the simplest thing it is. I have that even in my book. There's a section in my book about surrounding yourself with beauty. And if something like I was and I, I confess that I had things like for my grandmothers, you know, mm -hmm. that and it's like, yes, it always reminds me of my grandmother. But oh, my God, it's but fucking ugly. <laughs> so it's got then make something that makes you make it great. It's a, you know, it's like I had a, friend, a, a dear friend who everything on in Christmas was spray painted gold. <laughs> It was gold, gold ornaments, gold whatever. You, if you gave her something that wasn't gold, she spray painted gold. But if that made her happy, spray painted gold. <laughs> so I think that's the whole thing is is that there's already so much negativity in the world that we live in, especially now, mm. that we need bright shining lights. Be another bright shining light wherever you are. Yeah, so we're in the middle of um, this coronavirus scare, which is it makes it even more. That's one of the reasons, the big reasons I was, I didn't, I don't have the coronavirus, but I had something else and I had to cancel our thing. But I was like, no, we need to be bright, shining lights for each other. I was thinking the same thing, like that we have to keep the two. And I, I love that because it really, it like outshines the fear. Like the fear is like right. cowers in the shadows in the corner when you shine the right. bright and you're and, master and that's, of that. That's great advice. It's just, we still have to take care of ourselves and the people around us so it doesn't diminish what the coronavirus represents, but we don't have to feed into the frenzy of it and the panic of it. You know, it's, I guess, the other part of a, de of a definition of success is when things don't sway you, the challenges mm. of life don't sway you, where, you know, you're still solid and have your center. And if there's anything that makes you change your centeredness that i don't think that's good for you whether it's mm -hmm. success or failure or whatever so hopefully that that um zenness of being centered will be continual that's cool okay so what do you want to say to all your friends a little shout out to all your friends that you're saying goodbye to what's your final message for those that can't see you before you leave because there are a bunch of people that also can't see you well i would never say you know follow my example or live i would just say live 
you know, if there's any part of me, the smallest part of me that inspires you or that makes you think of something, do, do it. Grab the ring, the brass ring and hang on and see where it takes you. It's like, I would love to see, you know, my friends who've traveled or, live, or you know, gone to explore a dream or a passion. I think it's amazing. And that's the best example you can be, whether it's for your children, your friends, or the people who don't know you close but still see you from a distance. Be that example. Hmm. And that's great. That's great. That's great advice for all of the people that are listening to the Superhero of Love podcast. To all five of my friends, go do that. <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Major Superhero of Love. And I just want to give you a, yet another shout out for helping with Love Forward Talks, which was the first big Superhero of Love venture, even before the book came out. Thank you for all that love. Yes. More of those. We need one in Asheville. Uh huh. Bring it. Bring it to your own self by following Anthony on Instagram at A Luke's Design. A L U X E D E S I G N on Instagram. You will want to see. He is, as Jen Pastelov calls it, a beauty chaser. He creates beauty, finds beauty wherever he goes. He is such an inspiration in the way that he lives his life, which is why I wanted to have him on this podcast, and um, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you like this podcast, please go rate and review it and and um, subscribe to it wherever you get your podcast, and uh, check out the Superhero of Love book. It's on sale, sale, sale on Amazon, Superhero of Love. Check it out, and thanks for coming, Superhero. Have a beautiful, inspired day.